This is Cinematic Suffering, where we watch every horror movie streaming on Netflix, from A to Z, for better or worse. Life is pain, and so are bad horror movies. He's back! That's the right! The man behind the mask! His name is Clay Hintz, and he's back! That's right, thank you, thank you, back from the dead. He is back from the dead, uh, Clay died last week. I did. I died. They brought me back, though, through uh, a mixture of uh, medical technology and uh, devil worship. You oh, know, yeah. Special uh, bloodletting, that kind of shit. Yeah, and the devil worship was kind of like the cherry on top of the whole experience, I think. And I thought it was a perfect wrap-up or, or follow-up or even a beginning to October. It It is. You... I've had, I have a, um, <laughs> let's start this off controversially. Okay. Uh, if that's a, if that's really a word <laughs> I've always, uh, as, as we've mentioned before, I've always despised movie critics. It's uh, typical that I'd kind of venture into that territory. And uh, I felt very bad for Mr. Roger Ebert when he lost his lower jaw to cancer is very tragic. Yeah. But I thought to myself, you know, poor Roger is <laughs> just, kind of taking on the collective karma of all of his ilk. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone in the the movie review community should have lost a tooth (laughs) on Roger's behalf. (laughs) So uh, it's typical that we're now getting ready to lambaste a movie and and shit all over someone's creative output. Right, exactly. We are, and uh, I guess we should go up and start start this podcast, this little thing ditty that we got. we are, right. We are cinematic suffering, and we are watching these goddamn Netflix horror movies from A to Z, every one of them. And, from uh, A to Z, yes. Uh, come what may, we're going to go alphabetically down the list, and uh, we just watch them. We watch them whether we've seen them before or not. We watch them whether we want to watch them. We watch them whether one person has watched them and the other one hasn't, because we so we can be on an even keel. We right. can both uh, suffer together, and then uh, bring it to you all the review of these fantastic features. And uh, these are not spoiler-free podcasts, so hopefully, if you watch the movie and you can join along on the fun of what right. we <laughs> what we discuss. And today was almost because our last podcast uh, we reviewed what a dark song. Or... A, a dark song, yes. It was our first. Oh no! After uh, aftershock was our. Oh, previous I tell you, yeah, yeah, that's I blocked it out of my memory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, aftershock. yeah. I had blocked it too. It was weird. Uh, so at the end of aftershock, you had mentioned we're going to review aliens. Zone of silence. And the, yeah, and then you added the zone of silence afterwards, and uh, I was very disappointed because I was oh we're going to see aliens. No. Nope. And uh, yeah, so that's what we did. We watched. <laughs> <laughs> that had to be intentional, by the way. It had to be uh, intentional. They were hoping that somebody would um, not notice and then just kind of watch it anyway because they were too drunk to find the controller. <laughs> <laughs> so Alien Zone of Silence has... So I'm going to read an IMDb uh, review. <laughs> I'm sure it, it's an Amazon.com, and it's a verified purchase, too. Oh, nice. Okay. They, they actually purchased the movie. They nice. actually purchased the movie. Now, uh, uh, this is very controversial because a lot of people who probably worked on this project, uh, it's suspected that they went on Amazon.com and gave it five-star reviews because there's like five-star reviews from the same date all back in November, I think, of (laughs) 2019. 
2017. So I can't I can't uh, live in a glass house and cast too many stones since uh, two of the three reviews on our uh, YouTube page might be, or I'm sorry, my iTunes page is a little suspicious. But go ahead. <laughs> we, uh, we well, this review is from someone named AJ Pez, and Hi. he's got a four star review on Amazon, and the title of the review is Works. It was posted in December 20th, 20, okay. 2017, and his review is as states, product does perform as stated, will be reordering. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about the reordering part, maybe that's uh, where that uh, four stars comes in, but yes, uh, I think that I'd like to look at this man's, I assume man, uh, his order history, because I'm pretty sure that a Dragon Ball Z action figure was either uh, before or after this purchase. So I think he might have made a mistake on which product he was actually reviewing. Let's see. I, I'm going to go through AJ Pez's reviews right now, <laughs> and I can see them on Amazon. He reviewed a, uh, looks like an AC air filter. Nice. The, uh, Oh, he reviewed, or she reviewed, Go Cheap Sexy Lingerie. Okay. Uh, Both of those things can work as described. Let me just say that he's giving all of these a five-star rating. Uh, he's got Damp Rid and Odor Genie. <laughs> he's a very passionate man about his Amazon <laughs> product. And he's, uh, he's obviously keeping people in a basement, maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's got he's five stars for Blackout Blinds. And in his review, he wrote Red, not Burgundy. <laughs> are you fuckers black colorblind what's wrong with you so most of the stuff are that he's or she has reviewed are pretty much household items that he's picked up in the occasional x-files box season and i guess aliens just happen to fall into that uh under the I x-files products that he probably saw <laughs> now i want to do a uh, a biopic on this person because i'm sure his youtube history is really interesting yeah yeah i'm just gonna delve into their profile um they don't really have a profile but they are a corporation president it says from quaker here quaker hill connecticut so, <laughs> these are the alien zone of silence people that that created this this wonderful uh, product and you think if you are a producer and an executive producer on a product, you would probably give it a better review, maybe, than Product Works is described in <laughs> four stars? Dude, this was your project. You funded it. Well, it's like, let's let's call a spade a spade. This was not a good movie, and he says the director. So this movie is... I, I'm going to say it started off... I'm not going to say it started off strong, but it started off. As every movie usually does. At a tangible beginning. Well, let's say who's responsible. The the credits won't take long. It was released in 2017, and it's a fine piece of avant-garde cinema starring uh, Sarah Hester as our main character, Morgan, uh, Peter Geswin as Morgan's brother, Hal, and Jed Mayhew as Hal's buddy, Alex. And those are the three characters in this, aside from some ancillary characters later on. So, yeah, like Goose. Goose. Oh, yes. yes. How could we forget Goose? I think that that might. No, it's not one of these. Yeah. How could we forget poor Goose? He was pivotal to the plot. He was. He's very he was in, integral. And I was hoping to see more of Goose. And I lie. I do not want to see anything of Goose. It was totally <laughs> dumb. It's very dumb. Yeah. So like I said, it, it started off. It started off. And um, I was going to say, it off, like I said, I was going to say it was going to start it off strong, but it did not start off strong. It just started off relatively well. And it, it, this is this is my problem. 
the movie. I'm going to start off right right now. If <laughs> I'm not even going to say this would make it a better movie, but right. if it had just stuck with the brother and his friend, because the the reasons for going to the Zone of Silence was for a YouTube channel that they were making and about you know it was cryptozoology and all this you know unknown bullshit that uh, <laughs> apparently infects the earth and um. So that that was their reason for doing this, and the, it could have been their entire, you know, horrifying adventure as they get abducted by aliens. Uh, but that's not what happens. Uh, it no. starts off with them having some goofy ass banter, which works sometimes, and then you can see the act, the the limits of the acting coming through, and then you just kind of roll your eyes and you're like, okay, guys, let's just get to it. What are we doing? Yeah. Yeah, the, our, the the general plot synopsis is that uh, Hal and um, and and Jed, oh my God, just their names make <laughs> you mad, don't they? These two uh, dummies go off to find the Zona Silence in Mexico. It's an Area 51 kind of premise. They're they're trying to find the little green men, and uh, they make a video of it on the long along the way. They are just swallowed up into the uh, void of the Mexican desert. And then Hal's sister, Morgan, kind of takes over and tries to go find her brother. Right. Or find out what happened to her missing brother. So we we have to uh, just bring up that the zone of silence in Mexico is an actual thing. It's considered like a Bermuda Triangle of an area of Mexico. You know, it's a dead zone where there's no... Cell phone communication. There's no radio waves. Everything just gets fucked up in the zone. No, and, that's interesting. I yeah, can, more interesting than the movie of the same name. Yeah, I would rather watch a documentary on the Zone of Silence in Mexico than this movie again. But, <laughs> but I was telling, I was telling my wife, uh, Athena, that <laughs> I was like, you know, the, there's other places, other dead zones, like the corner of Orange and Alejandro here, where I live. It's a dead zone. I, when I go through there, I lose all my cell phone reception. I, when I had satellite radio, everything would drop out, and I would get pissed because I listened to Howard Stern and get to a good part, and they're just about to get to this crazy action or whatever they're going to do, and then it just drops because I know it's going to drop right by the Del Taco at the corner of Orange and Alejandro. Yep, yep. Well, I got my test results back, and B. <laughs> uh, so yeah, th- this is a real thing. Whether it's you know. It's just that probably just a natural phenomenon, just like the dropouts here. <laughs> but anyways. No, aliens. Aliens, always aliens. Yeah, because the, when, the, when there is a, a, a natural phenomenon that happens that no one can explain, it's always put on to the supernatural, of course. It's, it's alien. Well, I don't know. You know what? I'm going to say aliens aren't even supernatural. There could be aliens. There could be other life out there. If they're right. visiting Earth and not saying anything, I don't blame them. But <laughs> I would be viewing us from a safe distance too. I mean, we're I, I'm pretty sure that we're basically, and no offense to Kentucky, but we are the Kentucky. Of the <laughs> we're, the, the, we're the Kentucky. We're the West Virginia of the universe. This or, or the Georgia. I'll pick my or own the Georgia. State. Let's just say the entire South of the United States. <laughs> Let's just piss off everyone south of the Mason-Dixon line. We're there. But again, good we can people. say we can yeah, say this. People. We can say this cuz we've we lived in the south. We're I pay taxes here, damn it. I'll say whatever the hell I want about. <laughs> I pay t- taxes briefly while I lived in the south, so. But... <laughs> uh, uh, you know, good people. Let's not let's not write angry letters. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so the, the 
where was I? This is a zone of silence. But yeah, and, and it starts off with the two friends. It's it's actually Hal and Alex. Hal and Alex. Yeah. yeah. What did J- I say? Jed is the real guy. Yeah, Jed is his real. Hal guy. and Alex. Yeah. And they have a they have a, a quirky banter between them. They, they there are a couple of funny lines that made me you know smile, and, and creepily, <laughs> like it's getting to the good part of Pornhub. I'm like yeah 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 that's a tasteless joke. See more of those. <laughs> Endear me to you, you witless pea brain. <laughs> I never understood. Uh, at the near the beginning, it showed a jet, not Jed Alex sleeping on the couch. And he has a post-it note on his head, and it's pretty much, it's just a a times equation, or a multiplication uh, number that's on there. It's like three <laughs> times eight equals, and his, there's a question, and I never, there's a lot it's of things the, I didn't get in this movie. <laughs> that's just one of them. <laughs> like why it exists. Yeah. Why they made it. You know, wouldn't it be cool if on his head it said six minus five equals two? That oh. would have been, that would have blown my mind, right? Damn, right out of yeah. my ears. <laughs> yeah, we need to make our own universe. Of all these movies and kind of tie them in, kind of like Stephen King's Castle Rock or something. And they all exist in the same continuum. The longer this goes on, I think we established. Be... Did we establish that there, there's a certain naviet or uh, what am I thinking? Ignorance, naivete, maybe? naivete in the horror realm that. Yeah, like no one seems to be really committed to their own survival, and <laughs> yeah, you can understand why um, Hal and Morgan—that's the brother and sister—are related. They seem to both <laughs> not yeah. be real good at the whole survival <laughs> thing. So they, they, oh God. So as I was saying at the beginning, if this movie stayed with Hal and Alex, I don't think I would mind it as much. But it, they disappear in the desert. Uh, Morgan doesn't know we don't even see Morgan in the first what 15 20 minutes of the movie I think she starts off um narrating and then then we switch right away to her brother and uh his his dumb friend now let's just give everybody a quick uh kind of rundown on what these goofy bastards look like Hal (laughs) Hal is they're both white boys obviously um and uh because you know anybody of color wouldn't just jump to their own death (laughs) something that's unique to us um uh they uh hal wears this kind of lumpy uh bandana on top of his head that doesn't look like it was placed there intentionally more than blown there by the wind (laughs) yeah i can imagine hal sitting out having a beer on a hammock yes reading a uh a stuff magazine from the early 90s because who doesn't have a a like host of those yeah. maxim jack material for guys that can't buy porn yet <laughs> a large wind picks up <laughs> and a lone blue bandana ruffles through the wind slow lazily and yeah. then plop right on his head and that's where it stays and he just yes. like, tumbled through the air like the plastic bag in american beauty and yeah, and he doesn't bother really tying it off, and uh, yeah, it just kind of sits there as like a lump. But I think it's established, not that this has anything to do with the the lump of bandana on his head, but he's an ex-Marine. Oh yeah, right. right. Just so offensive to anybody with testosterone coursing through. Uh, yeah, so Hal. Yeah, please continue. We were describing the hapless uh, first <laughs> so, victims of this. So you got Hal. He's, he's goofy and bubbly, hateable. And yeah. his buddy, uh, Alex... 
how would you describe Alex? Alex looks like he was going to dress up like Angus Young from ACDC for Halloween, got bored halfway through the process, and then said, fuck it, I'm just going to wear my uh, cut-off jorts and uh, start drinking heavily <laughs> and, and get all date rapey. <laughs> <laughs> there is a couple of... Uh, yeah, some of this was cringe-inducing. There's a couple of funny lines in the movie, I think one of them was between. If you say so, my friend. No, there was. I. Well, I mean, this this one of the lines I giggled about was like, they're talking about Morgan and Hal's like, she's my sister, and uh, Alex is like, well, you know, she's hot. He goes, well, she's my sister, and then Alex is like, well, that doesn't negate her from being hot, though. So what about your sister Morgan? Don't talk about my sister Morgan. Dude, she's hot. Yeah, well, the one thing about that is that she's my sister, okay? Doesn't make her any less hot. Well, to me it does, yeah. Okay. She's not my sister. Whoa, there's a sign. It, it was just weird. It was kind of a, a funny little exchange, and that's the only highlight of this film I'll ever mention again. The rest was, was, it, it was almost like that was uh, by the director for the star of the movie. It's like, uh, it, we really appreciate you being in this feature, pretty lady. <laughs> Did I mention how much of a pretty lady you are, pretty lady? <laughs> yeah, and so that's, that is Helen Alex. They, they went <laughs> off to their untimely, and I don't want to say they died, but apparently there are aliens hanging out in the desert in this zone of silence for some odd reason um yeah it's they're they're going to a place that sucks up people radio signals uh plot entertainment all that stuff it just just vacuums it right up into the abyss the zone of silence i i just i'm wondering if like these aliens are the future uh what am i thinking moses moses leading his people into the desert this is like the alien version of that where (laughs) <laughs> they're on whatever planet, and they're like, okay, I've got to go to Earth and wander the Earth for 40 years. <laughs> and this is where I'm going to be for 40 years is in the desert. Because I always thought that was a weird story that Moses wandered in the de- and in the people in the Exodus just kind of wandered in the desert for 40 <laughs> years. And I'm like, really? I mean, you can even if you walk, you'll Sorry. eventually get somewhere. Yeah, I always, uh, you know, I always thought that somebody in Moses's crew should have been like, man, somebody tell him that he's got a terrible sense of direction. I've seen the same mountain six times. <laughs> uh, Moses, uh, we keep walking in circles. Can you do something about this? <laughs> Maybe your precious God could tell us where we're going. <laughs> I'm listening to God. He's telling me to go- keep going left. Four lefts. <laughs> So you notice that we're fucking around a lot? That's because this movie doesn't have shit to offer. It's another found found footage abortion of a movie. If we, and it's, yeah. it's just goes it goes nowhere. We have the the thinnest semblance of a plot. And you know, like we said, Morgan is heading into the desert to find her her silly silly brother. And in the meantime, we are treated to all kinds of groove filler. <laughs> yeah, and that's uh, it's, it's, this movie it's, it's only an hour and 17 minutes as well. And I, I, I feel if we went through this as a step-by-step review, as we've done in the previous films, that we would be done in maybe 15 minutes. So, yeah, yeah we're, we're padding this out, just like we're padding out <laughs> the film was padded out. 
I'm halfway through my notes. It, you know, it was it was a C minus final project in film school. In fact, I I had a good idea for a product actually is the uh, a found footage filler pack. Uh, have you ever heard of the found footage filler pack? I I don't think I have. Can you? What is in this filler pack? Well, it's there's a commercial. It says, uh, it, it, let me try to get into announcer voice here and a commercial. <clears throat> Is your awful Blair Witch knockoff skimpy on both premise and time span? Is your feature's running time too short to be considered an actual movie? Well, you need to pick up the found footage filler pack. This handy bundle will give you all the tools you'll need to round out your nugget of crap short film into a full-blown turd of a feature. The FFF pack features riveting ideas like setting up for the trip, goofing around, arguing over nothing, long shots of the tent, walking, arguing about practical jokes gone wrong, walking. <laughs> Concerned chin scratching, walking. Did you hear that? Walking. Blurry lights off in the distance, and don't forget walking. Order today, no refund. <laughs> bravo, bravo. So that is uh, thank you. Thank the, I do remember that commercial now that uh, we yes. we heard it, and uh, it's funny that no one else has picked up on this package that <laughs> the commercial package. I think everyone that's made one of these movies has has bought it. It's it's odd that. <laughs> as as a fellow creative you enter in i you assume that people enter into a creative endeavor because they have deep passion for it <laughs> this movie was presented as a oh, man i gotta do this fucking movie like uh <laughs> we've got 48 hours it, oh thank goodness it's a long weekend <laughs> so it's a federal <laughs> holiday on monday i got three days to make this thing let's chop it chip chop chip and then scribbled out a, a script which was barely a script and then bought the fff pack and, and they're on their way <laughs> and uh God, you know, and if the guys had just kept wandering in the desert and filmed themselves and we get to see the, the kind of Blair Witch horror, you know, it wouldn't be particularly exciting or riveting, but, you know, at least it would be somewhat coherent. But then we add in that they disappear and for some reason we get introduced to Morgan, Morgan. And, and her tech genius friend, Goose. Goose, yes. Uh, Morgan, the sister of Hal, is is bound and determined to find her brother, who she said is my best friend. Uh, you, you could pick your best friends better, but um, <laughs> she's she's an attractive young lady, and I'm not being shallow. That's literally all that she's got going for. So I wanted to start off on a positive <laughs> note. Yeah, very very pretty young lady. She's got no personality quirks that that you would like. She's just seems shrill and unlikable and just snarky, and she seems to be just as bad an embodiment of women as she does millennials <laughs> and we get both and they're both <laughs> met nice people in both camps morgan doesn't represent them well and who wrote this again uh, the writers are andy fowler oh uh, i didn't bother and, write that down okay so the the director and the writer are the same person andy fowler so andy when you write uh, andy i'm no what? writer i'm no professional writer but you know when you write women Please try to write them more intelligent than what we saw in this movie. Because what? <laughs> Do some research. Go meet one. <laughs> go meet a woman and talk to her and, you know, not just your mom and get to know someone. Because <laughs> you, what woman, what woman would say, okay, my brother and his friend, I lost contact with them in the deserts of Mexico. And I'm just going to pick up. And not tell anyone except my good friend Goose, who's going to track me this entire time. Who and, they've established that she doesn't know that well. Right, that doesn't know that well. And then we get a somewhat creepy scene, but 
that happens later, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, very uh, inappropriate. Very inappropriate. But uh, so she decides to just go to Mexico, five hundred <laughs> miles from where she, wherever they're at. I, I'm assuming they're in California, maybe somewhere, and by herself <laughs> into the Mexican desert. I mean. Wh- this is not safe. No smart woman is going to do this. No, I don't think a smart group of people would do this. <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah. This is this is her. Um, I I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall when she was bouncing this idea around with somebody that cares about her. It's like I'm going going to go into the desert to find my brother since the authorities aren't that good in and to to the Mexican desert. I, oh, you know, ho- oh, honey, I don't think you should go into the Mexican desert by yourself. It doesn't sound very safe. Mom, I, no one else is going to find Hal. I'm going into the desert. God, you're such a bitch. H- honey, I'm just trying to say, maybe you should call the authorities. They can get someone out there. They can't help me, Mom. It's been a week. They haven't found them. I'm going to go to the desert. Don't worry. I'll be fine. I've got like $6,000 worth of audiovisual equipment that I'm going to strap onto my person and walk around so that uh, I can be seen at all times by the YouTube community. Okay, that's good. I, that makes me feel a whole lot better. Here, take a packed lunch for your chips. You don't want to go hungry and drink lots of water. Oh, God, you're such a whore. I love you. Goodbye. Fuck you, Mom. Yeah, now, I, yeah, I imagine that that's great. how that... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's where improvisation gets you and they need to pay attention to that when it comes to uh alien zone of silence so that's morgan's big solution she's gonna find her brother and she's teamed up with her buddy goose who is in the most nondescript room that you've ever seen there's a public domain uh artwork of some non-existent movie that no one would watch it looks like a knockoff of desperado but a million percent more (laughs) shitty and and goose goose's face is consistent maybe a foot or two away from the monitor and he's leaning in like he doesn't want they don't want to get a larger shot of this room because you know because <laughs> there is no room there is no room so he's constantly in the frame his big fucking face is right there staring at this monitor yeah he's hoping to see some titty he didn't uh he didn't go with her he didn't offer to go with her but i will view you like a creep from across the safe span of wherever we are uh you know no no latency or by the way just works perfectly <laughs> and this is, a, this is another thing they know they're going into a part of mexico that is known to have no electrical communications where there is no cell phone signal, there's no satellite signal, and yet they hook up this stupid equipment and think they're going to get a signal this entire time. I mean, Yeah, Morgan, what Morgan did is she packed up a lot of her tight shorts because they're real cute and real short, and a lot of her tight uh, halter tops because they show off her pert titties, and then she strapped on about $7,000 worth of AV equipment when... It, this was filmed in 2017. GoPro cameras were very prolific in the <laughs> last year, as I remember. But no, she's got this rig. It looks like H.R. Giger designed this heavy, cumbersome motherfucker. And she's just loping through the desert like R2-D2. I, I expected Jawas to show up and shoot her with electricity guns. Yeah, and then she just falls down. There's a there's I mean when I saw this get up I I laughed out loud uh, Tina was watching this with me and I we both were just rolling watching this uh, and the fact that there's a, there's a part where there's a sandstorm and it looks like she just just lies down on on the ground and just looks like she just falls asleep and I was making sounds you know 
as the sandstorm's bathing over her and coating her in dust and dirt. <laughs> I just started like... going. And the sandstorm, when you think sandstorm, first of all, as we both know, like those those sandstorms just rip through Mexico on a daily basis. <laughs> I'm no meteorologist, but I'm calling bullshit on that. And it looks like somebody from off camera was just taking some sand and pebbles <laughs> and casually uh, just dropping them on Morgan's head while she put a bandana around her her mouth to not inhale the deadly sandstorm, Mexican yeah. sandstorm. Yes. And then uh, the next scene uh, after that, you know, she is perfectly clean there's no dust in her hair she doesn't have any dirt on her face her clothes are impeccably clean after yes. after being supposedly pelted by thousands of pounds of sand rushing at high <laughs> wind um <laughs> and and we're treated to level one of the uh, uh found footage filler pack where we get a ton of walking a lot of walkies a lot of walkies and, and then, you know, she's just uh, just carrying all this equipment. This is if she just had like a video camera again, you know, I'm trying to rewrite this film like it could be any better. But <laughs> this wouldn't make it particularly better, but it may make it more believable if she just had uh, her cell phone camera or some kind of just small camera that she walked around with uh, documenting certain <laughs> odd things. But we get to see her walking <laughs> and then we get to see horrible night shots that are obviously digitally put in. Yeah, we see like a long shot or <laughs> the campsite, of the campsite yeah. with a, a starry background that just does not look real. Maybe I just live in an area of Southern California where I don't see a lot of stars. So I'm, I, I, <laughs> I think I might have forgotten what stars may look like out in nature. But well, I live in the South, and I can tell you the these shots uh, is sucked like a leech on on a festering open wound. So, <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, in between time, we get a cut of Goose trying to, to, to put in some filler within the filler, and he's interviewing this redneck that's like, man, I went out there, and I got uh, I, I got scooped up in that there thing, and I'll tell you what, man, they put something right in my buttocks. I, they said something similar to that. And it, you don't see the redneck's face that he's interviewing. It's because it's obviously the actor that played Hal. <laughs> it's fucking <laughs> obvious. It's like, I'll, I recognize that arm hair anywhere. Yeah, man, I'm surprised that he wasn't just holding his awful bandana in his hands <laughs> to make it extra f more funny. -er -er -er. Uh, yeah, so we see that... Morgan, because this is, I, I was trying to figure out how she knew where they entered. I guess there's some <laughs> kind of GPS coordinate because uh, the desert is a large place. Uh, I don't care what desert you're in. If a place is called a desert, it's going to be a large place filled with lots of nothing, right? And she kind of winds up in the space where they supposedly entered the area of silence, the zone of silence, and she just walks into the desert and again i'm wondering how gps is working if this is a zone of silence uh she just keeps walking and stumbling across you know their camp and uh, did it ever explain how how she was tracking them it, was it like some kind of gps finder or uh, a coordinate thing kind of like find my phone on iphone or something 
Remember uh, Zaymont and Tomax from uh, G.I. Joe? G. I. They Joe, could yeah. feel each other's pain and kind of share some some rudimentary thoughts. That's yeah. the power that she shared with her dumb brother. Oh, Al. okay. It so, was this internal kind of GPS, this brother GPS. She was oh, like, I'm right. going to find you. So she finds his the, the abandoned camp site and finds his baked beans. Could have been anybody's baked beans. <laughs> Pretty common thing to eat on a camping trip. But no, that's Hal's baked beans. I <laughs> it, and it angered me that they would just leave their trash there you know yeah like you fucking this is why people hate us yeah this is <laughs> you go this to is foreign beautiful... countries and leave your trash around <laughs> this is a, a this may be a barren wasteland desert but there's still wildlife it's still nature stop leaving your fucking trash everywhere <laughs> if it was a cynical prick i'd say that it was about a mile of arizona but <laughs> <laughs> yeah i would say you're probably correct about that <laughs> <laughs> which looks identical to the mexican badlands <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so uh, but there's a there's a scene before where she kind of does some uh, searching around and research. She she's in a hotel room in Mexico, and she's on the phone and she's speaking Spanish, and orally, uh, yeah. And it, it's this weird kind of it just sounds like memorized Spanish. Oh, hold on, Clay. Yeah, we're getting a, a call, and this is weird because I don't have a phone connection hooked up in here. What? Hello. Uh, yes, I am uh, Morgan's ninth grade high school Spanish teacher. Okay, Clay, we have uh, Morgan's ninth grade high school Spanish teacher on the phone oh, right now. this is fantastic. It's our first guest. Yeah, first yeah. Guest. And, uh, yes, hello. Uh, who, so who am I speaking to? Uh, this is uh, Morgan's... I, I, I do have a name, but I'd rather keep it confidential. Only know I, that don't, the, I don't blame you. Uh, because uh, how many people listen to this, by the way? About five. Okay, then uh, I will not give my name. <laughs> I but don't me, blame you. I don't blame you. Let me tell you that Huss, I watched Morgan's performance in this. I bet you watch Morgan a lot, but please continue. She's a very beautiful girl, but let me tell you, her Spanish was impeccable. It sounded nothing like it was memorized. It sounded natural and fluent, exactly as how I taught her in ninth grade. That's that's kind of interesting because when I was listening to it, to my ears, now I'm I I don't uh, speak Spanish, but I'm around a lot of uh, Spanish speaking people. Yeah, being I, where I, I, yeah. I, I live, you know, yeah. so 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 Jason, sure. and it sounded kind of like "Si grande español." God, uh, hungry, mas hungry. That's how she sounded. Yes, and that's correct. You sound like you speak fluent Spanish. Uh, just out of curiosity, have you ever been, I don't know, fired from being a teacher? Well, you see, that was my last year, but that wasn't for the Spanish thing. It was only because I looked at children. Okay, we're hanging up. We're, <laughs> right, we're yeah, hanging up on him. Um, oh, yeah. my goodness. Okay, so yeah, uh, the, that Spanish thing was really weird. Um, it did sound <laughs> like, like a memorized line, and I, I thought, oh, this doesn't sound very uh, well thought out at all. But anyways. Yeah. No, as as the rest of the movie, I mean, like, uh, where are we even at? So she's found their campsite. Uh, oh, and, and they experience some technical difficulties. They're, they're, the lights kind of flash or something unexpectedly. And Goose says, wow, that was unexpected. And responded, <laughs> I beg to differ. And uh, there's some sounds get picked up on the mic. And here's where uh, I, I made a direct parallel to Six Souls, the, the, one of the previous uh, uh, movies that we uh did an analysis of. Oh, that's a Julianne Moore thing, yeah. Yes, yes. Oh, I it, miss that it's, movie. 
Yeah, it seems better by the moment. <laughs> and uh, he p- Goose uh, sifts through these waveforms that he picked up with his seven, eight thousand dollars worth of audiovisual equipment, and uh, he starts filtering the waveforms through Pro Tools. And, <laughs> and uh, right. I never realized how much of a trope this was in shitty horror movies until this time. So I'm I'm learning by leaps and bounds when it comes to the art of filmmaking. Yeah. So he, he gets he gets these waveforms, and he says like they're not I, I forgot what he said I, I think I started blanking out around this time of the <laughs> just good gl- eyes glass I think open. I was actually ab- I think I was actually abducted because I have a, like a big blank space between this part and the rest of the movie so and I well, woke up my my anal cavity was feeling slightly violated but Tina was there that happens to weird, me so. every night you know I'm 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 sure you made uh, just correlation I'm sure you made the wife angry recently right <laughs> I did. <laughs> so uh, by making her watch this film, so yeah. <laughs> you deserve to get anally violated <laughs> by your significant other. So. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, Morgan, at this point, uh, she's got a metal detector. It's part of her her, her cadre of stuff that she brought with her, and she uses. <laughs> This metal detector to find camping supplies, and she finds house camping supplies. She finds his wallet, and she finds a uh, a handful of SD cards. And I was like, "Oh, Eureka! We've got a moment of exposition. There's a jumping off point." And uh, so she starts to upload these to Goose, who's uh, frantically jacking off to erotic <laughs> drawings of My Little Pony at this point in the movie. He's not, but you know, I, I wanted to kind of insert, no pun intended, some character development, something. <laughs> entertaining <laughs> some reason for this movie to live I, I i at this movie at this point the movie was like a sick dog and i was uh, crying with a gun to its head like i'm sorry buddy <laughs> no, you tried. <laughs> we, we had fun for those five years it's okay man it finally ended we know it ended uh, this movie did have a beginning and ending so that did make it somewhat successful in the movie making realm but <laughs> yeah the, there are points when goose is you know there's like some shit going on you know you know sounds and lights and goose just gets up from his desk and starts making a a three course meal at 11:30 at night you see him cooking on the stove Meanwhile, Morgan's in her tent, screaming and yelling. And he's he's off making a creme brulee, brulee, and it's. I'm like, why wouldn't you be at your desk when all this stuff is going? You know, stuff is going is happening. Well, if the cust if the if the custard isn't properly caramelized, mm-hmm. it's not a fucking creme brulee. You're right. He's probably got other aspirations other than being just like a tech junkie. So I'm going to give Goose the benefit of the doubt until. Well, it- in a, in, a, in a meta moment, that last thing I said, I took the last little scrap of my man card and burned it in a, <laughs> in a fire. Uh, so there, there's a point, and I think we mentioned it before, where uh, they talk, Morgan and Goose talk, and uh, she goes, well, I guess I'll be, I'm going to bed or something like that. And he's like, okay. And then you start... Like, fist you, pump. Yes! <laughs> so she starts uh, undressing, and you see Goose get closer to the screen, and then you see, like... The, the cheap effect of it blacking out and going to another scene so yeah and we're all we're all disappointed at that point you know <laughs> even though it was <laughs> yeah yeah I'm, I'm surprised it just didn't end with the slappity slap sound that we've all come to associate with goose at this point you know it's like you don't need to hear it you know it happens a hell of a lot in that dank room i bet that room of his smells gross <laughs> <laughs> socks and gym pants i guess i don't know oh 
God, just a glaze of goose filth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, the, God, there's really not that much else. I mean, we've kind of gone through. Well, well, they transition to, she finds, Morgan finds a bunch of SD cards. So then we cut back to uh, Hal and Alex. So oh, because right, she's right. she's uh, slowly uploading the footage to them. And and we see a spot in, in the Hal and Alex footage where they're ten is bathed in bright light and then they confess their undying love for one another and proceed <laughs> to vigorously broke back mountain. And, uh, that was an uh, odd scene. It was kind of out of character, but it endeared me more to the guys. So that didn't happen in the movie, but it did not. No, I, I'm just helping. I'm trying to help the filmmaker. <laughs> it's, it seems kind of disturbing that all my, all, all of my help seems to, uh, you know, kind of lean towards Hal and Alex buggering one another. <laughs> I think any kind of give se- us much to work with. <laughs> I think any, uh, any kind of sex in this film would have, uh, dropped, uh, maybe push it up a point and a half or two. So it would have nudged it up just a little bit. Like yeah. the, the film student would have been able to pass and not had to do <laughs> film one Oh one over again. So. Yeah, we, we, we have a lot of Hal and Alex footage at this point. Yeah, and a, a lot of it's kind of, you know, just them, you know, again, more banter between them. The, for some reason, Hal goes out into the desert at night, and he's like, oh, I'm, there's lights in the sky, and he starts heading towards those lights. Uh, again, this is in the middle of the desert, in the dark, with no real, it didn't look like they had a compass, it didn't look like they had any <laughs> other way, he just had a flashlight, oh, it's about a mile away. <laughs> and a mile away in the desert at dark, believe me, I, I, I used to train when I was in the army that uh, we would go out and train in the dark in the desert. And if I didn't have some kind of GPS or navigation or map with me, I would have never found my way back to my unit. Um, so just darkness. It's just a sea of flat darkness. Yeah. And that, and that you know, maybe maybe Moses did wander in the desert. Maybe <laughs> when they. They moved at night. It just got confusing. They got turned around, and they just kept wandering back into the same area. That's probably why these aliens are still in the area. They can't. They can't <laughs> I just find... imagine God laughing as he watches his little D and D figures walk in a circle. <laughs> or something. <laughs> ah, religion. <laughs> so the, yes, the Hal decides to run out into the desert to find, and we see these. He's sweating profusely, of course, and it just looked like someone just dumped some water on his head. And uh, <laughs> uh, there's like a tense moment where he can't hear, he can't find Alex. He looks for Alex, 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 and then Alex tackles Hal and pins him to the ground or something. And yeah, and it's like one big joke, and Alex laughs it off while Hal, while Hal is pissed. Rightfully so, I'd be pissed as well. Um, yeah, you're, he, he's not taking this seriously at all. Which you know, if you got to kind of give Alex credit for giving the audience something to, <laughs> to me, be entertained by for a moment. Let me tell you though, I've been tackled by surprise out of the blue, and it hurts. And that and Alex fucking ran into how like he was a lineman in the NFL. <laughs> I mean, just it, his it, he just launched into him and they, you know, they both fall and, you know, how gets up and brushes himself off. But I've been hit like that before. And I can tell you, I was down the ground gasping for breath, <laughs> wanting <laughs> whoever did that to me to die. Um, yeah. And that yeah, was just I, in baseball. That's weird. It's <laughs> a weird contact baseball. 
Well, you got to hit better. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, this you mentioned this light in the sky that Alex and Hal sees. It looks like a toy that you would buy in the carnival, and I'm not even being glib about a laser, it. It's, a laser pointer or something that's just... Yeah, it, it lights up in this oscillating. It looks so flat. It looks the kind of thing to where if the most ardent uh, ufologist uh, or the most believer, I want to believe so badly... Any of those people that just devour YouTube videos of, of aliens and have all the literature, they would see that and be like, somebody's playing with a fucking toy. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it, it, it. Mexico City is just right there. <laughs> they're having fireworks. They're having some kind of celebration and having fun. And these these dudes are thinking it's aliens. And Yeah, uh, they're like, hey, gringos, come over for some cerveza. What are you doing over there? Come on over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You guys are aliens. Um, <laughs> I no? mean, we would be if we walked five miles that away. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you white people are the aliens. So, yeah. Uh, do you let me see your papers, yeah. motherfucker? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, these lights in the sky are are pretty laughable. Um, it, yeah, it, they, they they don't scream UFO to me. Right. Let's see. Where are we at? <laughs> oh. So uh, this is where. Um, Which just, movie are we watching? Yeah. What am I doing? It, it came it became so disjointed from this point on because uh, after we see all the footage from Hal and Alex and I think what the last thing we see of them is like a big bright light or something. Yeah, they're in the tent and they're they're kissing passionately and then this, <laughs> this light bathes them and they're like, oh fuck, tit shit, come. Or I don't know what they said. They said a lot of expletives, or I just did. <laughs> and um, I think that they're they're just zipped up into the. No, they're not. I, I'm just I I want that to be what happens it's uh, it, it, they're just scared for a second we're treated to more filler the next big kind of benchmark big i'm quoting is uh alex just vanishes he takes his angus young hat and he skedaddles or he's he's sucked up by the alien spacecraft and right. and uh all this time morgan is is feeding this footage piecemeal to goose who is just like a bonobo chimp with the whack in it and <laughs> Uh, at one point he says, and I quote, if I don't make it there in the rocks, he's saying, I, and he, he's talking to the camera because he has faith in Morgan to follow him on this fool's journey. <laughs> and, and Hal is, he's lying on the ground. And I remember he's lying on his stomach, and he's yeah. just kind of – it's almost like he's posing for the camera in a way. He's like, <laughs> like he's like, i got to make this interesting. It doesn't Are you look too- – it, Our YouTube viewership is in the toilet, yo. It doesn't look like he's hurt. It doesn't look like he's particularly scared. He's just kind of sitting there propped up on his arms, on his stomach, looking at the camera going, they're in the rocks. <laughs> I mean, don't tell anyone my secret, Morgan. We all know. It's okay. It's 2018, buddy. Yeah, it's cool, man. But uh, Yeah, no one cares. It's all good. Uh, yeah, so then we, you know, Morgan is, of course, out wandering around at night. She She's getting harassed. I guess she starts hearing something in the rocks. She starts going towards the location for some reason at night um, to where... Yeah, her- her laser, her laser activated motion detectors are going off. The same devices they used in Aliens would be like, they're in the walls, man. They're in the walls. <laughs> in this, in this case, they're in the rocks. They're in the rocks. Uh, the, yeah, and so it just kind of gets it, it, the rest of this. Rest of the movie is just dark. It, it's yeah. it, you can't see anything. You you see the camera jumble around. She's she puts on all of this gear again. <laughs> 
to yeah. do this. And she walks around like Dr. Octopus with you know <laughs> these multiple armed camera angles on her face. Because that's what we need is see multiple camera angles of her face. Uh, yeah. I mean, and you know, she's she's got a, a perfectly fine face, but the camera yeah. is right up her nose. Like, oh, God. <laughs> and it, it's got that weird steady cam thing going, you know, because if yeah. you have a camera attached to you and you're jostling around a lot, it just looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she goes and starts looking for, I guess, the thing in the rocks and she gets trapped in some place yeah, yeah we just cut to her in a tunnel no yeah yeah there, there's really no placement or how she got to these certain areas or where we exactly are because it's so confusing <laughs> and, um, yeah she's 10 feet from her car i think yeah she's just in this tightly enclosed rock tunnel and it's lit so poorly that i and no one else can tell you what's going on she's crawling around she's flailing around a little bit uh you know, there's the 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 foot the uh, sound waves that she uploaded to Goose are playing. It sounds like Skinny Puppy's B side. <laughs> <laughs> and there's uh, there's flashes. Uh, I guess as she's getting supposedly chased. I want to say she's getting chased, and we hear growling. I mean, is that what we're hearing? <laughs> it's, I mean, it's... maybe she's just maybe just a coyote is there because she established before that she hated coyotes for some reason. Uh, you remember that yeah. when she was well, talking they hate about her that? too. Yeah. No, I do not remember. <laughs> okay, well, she established earlier on that she hated coyotes. Or I'm like, well, you're in the wrong goddamn place because guess where the fucking coyotes live? And you know what else she doesn't like is fucking Mexicans. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know I'm here. God, I I mean, they always get my order wrong. One chalupe. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so she, we see flashes of. I guess you if you stop the the video at the right place, you may get a blurry picture of an alien. Um, yeah. So I did not do that. I did not stop the video. I just kind of caught it, and I was like, eh, okay. And we can tear it. <laughs> There's some vaguely humanoid figures in there. It was, um, yeah, about the poorest endeavor I've ever seen. She, uh, I, 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 I think that we're finally treated to the end of this thing when she's uh, vacuumed up into the spacecraft, right? Like she's she vacuumed just... up. Uh, the uh, a large Hoover spacecraft comes by and just you know sucks her up. Uh, we, I don't think, do we really see it, or we just kind of get the impression that's what happened. Uh, you see, like this um, dome. It's oh, not yeah. even dome shaped. It's a big flat obelisk that they stole right from uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey is in the sky it, it shoots down a really shitty beam and then she's just gone like yeah, she's... snap she's gone and then uh, the movie just kind of goes this <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> is when Goose finally calls the cops and yeah. one cop shows up at his house and they both <laughs> look at the footage and... They're looking at his computer, and this part made me laugh because I was thinking like that Goose was probably hesitant to have any cops in his house because he's just like <laughs> you know just rhetorically. Uh, let's say I have a lot of hentai featuring lollies on my computer. <laughs> how how illegal is that? <laughs> the cop, God, yeah, this uh, it, it is just so stupid. All this stuff should have been done at the very beginning of the movie when they realize the brother and his friend are gone. That's when you call the cops because he calls the cops. They call like the the policia down in Mexico, and there's a helicopter that flies over where uh, Morgan was last seen uh, yeah. doing a search. White was, girl missing. Guys, scramble! 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 <laughs> <laughs> 
I hear she's wearing Laura Croft shorts. Let's get the <laughs> fuck out there. And uh, yeah, and that's pretty much how it ends with like a helicopter searching the desert. Uh, something yeah. that should have been done a long time ago. And yeah. what Morgan should have done uh, it was called the authorities to have them look for her brother and her friend. But nope, nope, nope. She is. Or I don't know, had a chaperone or, yeah. you know kind of um you know not gone off into the mexican desert by herself i was terribly afraid for her safety and it wasn't from aliens <laughs> yeah and it wasn't from you know i you know uh, man i i'd feel that way about her going off anywhere by herself she reeked of uh <laughs> i'm a victim <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean whether it's uh from natural uh natural disasters to killing her to you know you know local thugs and Horrible people that are just out there, but uh, yeah, it's I mean, because it, it's not even like <laughs> it's not even a, a, a MAGA kind of thing. It's like you know, we've heard a lot of stories about people getting decapitated in Mexico. You might want to kind of hold back on that little yeah. road trip, you know. Yeah. I mean, but uh, yeah, and that was uh, yeah, that was aliens, zone of silence, zone of silence. <laughs> Yeah, you know. God, Aliens I mean, was such a cool movie. It uh, was. James it Cameron was. is a genius. And let's talk he, about. He really, let's he talk really about, was. Let's talk about Aliens a little bit. Remember that scene when they're they're waking up and they're yeah. all you know very you know they talk to each other and it's a very communal brotherly sisterly kind of vibe and you know and and you, and, and yeah and, and their uh, the characters personalities are are immediately identified with the very first thing they say you 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 understand that Hudson is kind of jokey yeah. and you understand that even characters that even ha- that didn't even have much of of a lifespan in that movie were immediately established as being important well thought out uh you know richly written yeah. and when the action gets going it just doesn't let up i remember well, when i first yeah. watched that it was amazing well you know what's also really cool about aliens that they're they deliver on the title there are there's not just one alien there are aliens and we see them and they're amazing to look at and yeah what a entertaining awesome movie i know incredible you know there were only 12 costumes only 12 alien costumes used for the whole movie but through the uh brilliance of the director and the cinematographer they made it look like a lot more yeah it's already way more interesting than that shit that we just babbled about for an hour (laughs) which for some reason had aliens in the title and there were i I don't think we even we barely saw one and that was for maybe a half a millisecond Ah, it, it it makes me think of an idea like an old. Remember, there's this old. It, it kind of playing off an old Bill Hicks routine. Uh, I'm gonna make a movie called uh, Young Hot uh, Strippers, and it's just me reading a book in silence for now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this the, the title of this movie is very ironic. Uh, except there was a zone of silence. That's kind of true, right? Oh. Uh yeah, there was there was a zone of silence. They, I think they said it in Spanish, El Zono El Quieto. I think that they call it. Not Quieto. I think it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do we have to get the the ninth grade Spanish teacher back on the phone here? Because I no, God can, no. Uh, I think I, the, the authorities are already on their way. Totally we trace it all. Yeah, true. Uh, so what's coming up on our next episode? Next, we have a film called All Boys Love Mandy Lane, and um, I don't know what much what it's about really but the trailer made it look like mean girls mixed with a generous helping of friday the 13th is Ooh. how i would uh, encapsulate that one well and, I, ha- uh, I hate the name uh, i do too it's very bad but yeah. the premise sounds kind of cool from what you described so 
yeah, it looks like it might be a good uh, slut shaming movie. Well, let's cross not, our I cross our fingers and hope that's the case, um, because <laughs> I I haven't done any slut shaming in a couple of hours actually. So, oh, I mean, well, I, it's usually it's usually directed towards me. Oh, you know? okay. So, yeah. Well, yeah. this is true. You are a horrible, horrible whore. I know. I'm a, just a, a a vicious prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this was another episode of Cinematic Suffering. Uh, we are back. Uh, Clay, I'm glad you're feeling better. That's thank you. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate it. Yeah, I suffered from uh, you know a little bout of the esophageal dysphagia, and here in Georgia, that means uh, I spent another 12 hours uh, retching into a bucket while I was waiting for the GI guy to get in. Uh, I, w- but, I wish you would have filmed it. Um, we've got oh a- God, I wish I would have too. Yeah, that we could have tacked it on. Better. Yeah. Yeah, it would have made a much better movie than Aliens on a Silence. Just bleh! <laughs> um, okay, yeah, so thank you everyone for joining us for another episode of Cinematic Suffering. I am Jason. I'm Clay. We got it right this time. That's right. Thanks for joining us, everyone. We'll talk to you later. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cinematic Suffering. Clay is an extremely talented and twisted comic artist, and you should visit his pride and joy, hboys.com. That's H-B-O-Y-Z dot com. If you're a fan of death and black metal, check out Jason's band Greyfell on all social media platforms, as well as his doom metal project Stygian Crown. Music provided by Face X Hugger. Check out Face X Hugger on Bandcamp and Twitter for more synthwave horror-themed music. Questions, comments, and hate mail should be directed to our Twitter account at Cinematic Supper.